The boy's a liar. The boy's a liar. liar. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you know that song. Uh, uh, who doesn't know that he, song? He thinks I'm good enough. He wants that. Da, da, da. <laughs> Think about shit that I shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. Hi, you guys. We're back. Sorry for the delay. We've just had a couple crazy weeks. Yeah, you know, it's cold season in Canada. Yeah. We've got some work to do, but we're back and, you know, we know you missed us. So. We know you missed us and the vibes are so right today. Let me just say, usually we try to do the Regis Philbin thing of like, don't talk before you hit record, but me and Holly have been having the best catch up today. Yes. So we're in such a good mood. The, the vibes are right. almost shining. Almost. <laughs> yeah. It's nice out today. The snow seems to be melting a little bit. So. And oh my God, is there a lot of news to cover before There's... we get into Rebel Wilson, who you might think like, spoiler alert, what more is there to know? There's a little bit more than that. And we're going to be the ones to break the story because I we were both saying it, it. No one has covered this. And Rebel Wilson, if you're listening, I know she, you like to be a bit litigious. Everything <laughs> we're going to say is like alleged or public knowledge. Please don't come after us, Spoken Rebel Wilson. Spoken from the horse's mouth. Straight, straight, straight from, from the, the horse's, horse's mouth. mouth. Yourself, Rebel. So. Okay. Or should we say Melanie? Melanie. Yeah. <laughs> or should we say Melanie? Um, before we get into Rebel Wilson, let's just cover some of our pop culture gossip news and facts of the week. Yeah, because you know what? The girls have been girling. The girls have <laughs> definitely been girling. So do you want to start or do you want me to start? Sure, I'll go with one. Okay, this happened over a week ago, but I just need your take because this is a friend of yours, Tristan. Bronwyn Wyndham Burke married in Vegas on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I don't even think it was a legal... No, what, like symbolic what a, you know Vegas what? marriage. She, if there's one thing she's going to do, it's like get in the papers yes. for like stunts. Page six and Bronwyn. They love Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. And like, what a stunt. It's not even a, she literally just like put on a dress and stood out front of a Las Vegas drive through chapel and was like, I'm married. She's not though. But all I will say you guys is that when me and Bronwyn hit it off in September of 2022, she had literally like that week started dating this person. And, and now they're hitched. Was she there? No, she wasn't there, but I overheard Bronwyn say to someone, yeah, I'm seeing someone new and I'm not taking it slow. (laughs) So in my head, as a Bravo fan in that moment, I was like, noted. And as a Brownwind fan. And as a, as a, as a Brownwind, as Vicky Gunvalson once called her. No, I am a Bronwyn fan. You guys, let me tell you, she was so nice to me. She was so yeah. nice and normal. And She's like, a we nice were spilling. Person. Terrible mother, nice person. Really nice person. Um, yeah. Have I ever told you about my viral Reddit post about her that I went like <laughs> no. massively viral on Housewives Reddit? It's about Bronwyn and it was comparing her to Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development, like the Portia okay. Rossi character. Oh, good one. Um, I'll show it to you later. But anyways, if, yeah. you, if you search that on Postwebs Reddit. If you know how to do that, then you can uh, find it. Anyways, congratulations, Bronwyn. We're rooting for you. I don't know where her divorce stance with Sean. Are they... Sean Windenberg. Are they getting divorced or is this like still there? Because I know they were like in a separation or he was kind of like letting her date women. I, you know what? That's their so business. We'll, uh, yeah, that's their business. We'll leave that to but them. We'll leave that to them. <laughs> what you got, Tristan? Okay, I was just going to mention, I mean, this is kind of lame, but I was reading about it on the way here. So I don't know if you guys or anyone else has been in the like Birkin, the fake Birkin world this mm-hmm. week. There was like yes. a huge Instagram account. I fell down the hole because it even started posting some local influencers, but... Um, the account, I hope I'm getting it correct. It's at the Birkin Slayer. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of now like duplicates, but I'm I'm 99% sure the original is at T-H-E Birkin Slayer. Um, and it was just this account and it was, it's whoever this person is, is very, very knowledgeable. People were even alleging that it was um, 
Dr. Tiffany Moon from Hostess yes. of Dallas running the account. Like, whoever's running this account has to be... Tell the folks be... what the account was doing. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. So, sorry, you guys. Whoever's running the account has to be a, an expert in Hermes Birkin. So the account <laughs> was just showing, and it's all via stories. So they've saved them in highlights, but they're not posts, they're stories. So you kind of catch them of the day. And I think they're doing this to try to, like, avoid drama from some of these influencers. But they're posting these pictures of influencers holding Hermes Birkins or Hermes Kelly's. So, you know, $20,000 purses and then being fake. Like you can, this person is able to look at a picture of a bag and because of their knowledge of the different colors and animal skins involved or available to Birkin, to Hermes customers, they're able to say like, they keep writing over every picture. Where did you get this Birkin? Cause they're the craziest combinations of colors and stuff that Hermes doesn't produce. So yeah. like these bags can't be real. These bags aren't real. And even just the structure and the hardware and the logos, you can see that a lot of these bags aren't real, but these influencers, so there's two schools of thought. One, it's like, you know, showing how a lot of these influencers have counterfeit mm-hmm. merchandise and mm-hmm. they're selling a luxurious lifestyle or they're selling an image of wealth and luxury that does not exist, which you, that's always going to happen. And yeah. that's always been the case, especially on the internet. And on the housewives. And on the housewives. That's another thing. He's been posting a yeah. number of housewives with fake Birkins and fake Kellys. And then uh, Mary Saul from Houses of Miami and Tiffany Moon got into it over it because Mary yes. Saul said... The account is run by Tiffany Moon, and Tiffany Moon was like, I'm not running the account. All my bags are real. Yours aren't, Mary Saul. Look at this fake bag. Like, posting a picture of Mary Saul's bag. So, anyways. Yeah. So, a I, lot of the housewives. I personally, people, I don't think Mary Saul would carry a fake bag. But, same. I yeah. actually, I really admire Mary Saul's style, and I think she is a very informed collector of designer pieces. Yeah. I just get that vibe from her. But so, that's the one school of thought is that people are being mm-hmm. deceitful in their displays of wealth on the internet, of course. But the other school of thought, and now the story has gotten so much crazier because it's like, a lot of these women are wealthy and thought they were buying authentic bags. So yes. the second half of this story, there was a big article this week about this guy, Georges, mm-hmm. who is um, a luxury real estate agent in Manhattan, worked his way into the highest of Manhattan social circles. Not Georges from Drag Race? No, no, no it's I not Georges him. from Drag Race, <laughs> but worked his way into the most elite circles as someone who claimed to have direct access to Hermes Birkin. So he Mm. told these women that he had a relationship with like the head of the Birkin department and was able to get them these backdoor Birkins for a good price or whatever. And allegedly a lot of these wealthy women fell for it and he was selling counterfeit bags. He did not have any contacts at Hermes was selling these bags. So now the story has gone from, okay, influencers have fake bags. We all know that to like, there's this whole industry of people selling these bags under the guise of them being counterfeit. And even the wealthiest women who can afford real bags and who should know the difference are falling for it. So it's really revealed a, a big social construct here. More on him later. Jordan. More on him later. Yeah. I, you know what? You guys have to read the article. There's a whole bunch. It was all over the news like in the past two days. Have you seen the article? You know the website, The Real Real? Yes. Yeah. So there was a big New York Times expose a few months ago about how their authentication or what is the word? pro something yeah what's the word in art anyways their process is like a sham they have a warehouse in hoboken new jersey and the people who were checking the authenticity had no clue they're literally like 20 year old girls yeah yeah it was random girls yeah tons of people have purchased stuff from the real real that is like these items are not legitimate or authentic and you know what really rocked my world was when jen shaw when it came out that like everything she owned was pretty yes. much fake when they were trying to sell it off i was like oh shit you know i should have known but i didn't yeah you know who who else is another big one and i know we both love her but Teresa. oh has yes. so many fakes so when louis gave her and the daughters the, the daughters. cartier bracelets for <laughs> yes. uh, christmas and it came out they were fake cartier and then on watch what happens live he goes no they were real 
I know, and people will just lean into it totally. Oh my so god, so it's crazy. Yeah. You know who has a good eye for this that we know? Graham. Yeah, totally. Shout Graham, out to if Graham. you're listening, you you can always tell a fake from the real. Graham can always tell a fake from real. He's always had a good eye for that kind of thing. But it is an epidemic. And then there's also the whole side of TikTok of like DH gate, like people yes. ordering these replicas from Asia. No one really knows where they're coming from. And that's what this this Birkenslayer account was saying is like when you purchase these bags, like look, spend your money however you want. But a lot of these counterfeit markets are funded by organized crime. They use child labor or exploitation in the production of these items. So you know what? You shouldn't be buying these. You shouldn't be buying these fake bags. And that's that on that. And all to kind of look wealthy. I mean, the whole thing's so silly, but whatever. We're all guilty of falling into like the traps of yes. Instagram. Oh, I remember you know. I went to Paris with my mom when I was young and I just bought so many fake Chanel monogram, uh, like earrings, everything. And oh, the earrings when we yeah, were the in double like, C. totally. Oh my God. I girls still wear them sometimes. So cool. they, they look real. The yeah. rhinestones haven't fallen off the stickers yet. Of yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. I've got one yeah. next. You do the next one. Ash Wednesday. Oh, there was so much. Good one. I didn't have this on my list, but there was so what much good is celebrity with content. Ash Wednesday this year? What? Like, something I, in the ash in the you water? You know what? As a child of Catholic school. Same. Uh, okay. Oh, no, not Catholic 20. school, but Roman Catholic. Yeah, yeah okay. as, with, with our Roman. Yeah. When, like, back in the day, this was, like, not something people talked about. And I, I had this thought, what was happening last week, like, for some reason, so many times when I was a kid, so like I would do Ash Wednesday at school, like yeah. you know what I mean. My family, I, I didn't like go would to they a church. Put, with my like family. a cross with ashes on your forehead because yes. I never had the ashes. Yes, done. yes, yes, yes. Okay. Like we would all go up like in a line, and yeah. you know they would like whatever. And then I would always, for some reason, like multiple times, either had like a dentist appointment that day or a doctor's <laughs> appointment that day, and you would always forget it's on your forehead, and you weren't allowed to wipe it off, or they no, would be like, you know, don't thing. don't wipe it off. Yeah. So then I would go to the dentist or the doctor or my hockey practice or whatever it was. And hockey? It, yeah. Oh my god, I know I grew up like. Anyways, that's a, more on her <laughs> later. <laughs> but um, I would get to wherever I had to go that day after school or whatever and someone would be like there's something on your face and then you'd be like oh no it's Ash Wednesday oh that is taking me back that is taking me back so a lot of the stars this year were posting with like their ashes I know Adrian Maloof I don't know who else (laughs) and then Kelly Dodd commented on my way to get my ashes yeah like I didn't know that people went out of their way to do this I mean I did it as part of my Catholic education but like as an adult I I, I love it yeah I mean whatever have fun girls but you guys if you haven't seen Adrian Maloof's photo in her um, pom-pom beanie hat it's honestly it's giving it's giving it's just giving not much to say other than that like Catholicism is back in a big way Dasha Nekrasova from Red Scare like you know we're we're all going Catholic we're all going Catholic and we've actually been here all along (laughs) but I will say Catholicism does offer some pretty um like glam imagery yeah. there's like a lot of you know there's a lot of sim- there's a lot of or- ornate symbolism involved of course the met ball so I, was I get the it. catholic theme totally. the other year. okay yeah. what's your topic go okay next i was just gonna say and i don't want to get too deep into it because i really don't care that much but we have to mention it Haley bieber selena gomez mm, yes. kylie jenner so like you guys let me just break it down quickly i can't even quickly, keep up please. with the whole story because <laughs> it's so confusing but I guess Selena Gomez posted a TikTok. She got her eyebrows laminated. They looked crazy. I will say, and I don't know what it is, and I think it might be health related, so I don't want to be judgmental, but don't Selena has been looking very different. Yes. Selena looks very different. So then I think the laminated eyebrows only accentuated the fact that Selena Gomez has been looking a little different recently. And she wrote over top, like, you know, eyebrow fail or like got my eyebrows laminated and they turned out crazy. Ha ha ha. <laughs> and then for some reason... Kylie Jenner or Haley Bieber, one or the other or both, posted a screenshot of them FaceTiming and zooming in on their eyebrows and being like, 
you know, not an eyebrow fill, something like that. So people yeah. are like, they're taking shots okay. at Selena's eyebrows. And then someone posted a TikTok of Haley being like shady towards Taylor Swift. And then Selena Gomez commented like, my friend Taylor is a great person. And like, good artist. <laughs> yeah, like so bizarre. So then they're all fighting. And then the other piece of this is that Selena... Um, overtook Kylie as the most followed woman on Instagram. So people think maybe that's what set off this weird back and forth online. I don't even know what they're fighting. Like, I don't even know. Kylie commented... They're fighting over Justin Bieber of Stratford, Ontario, Uh, Tristan. Like, what don't you understand? No, you're right. Okay, I'm I'm sorry. That's the key piece. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize Haley and Justin were either started dating or got engaged four months after he broke up with Selena. Oh, you need to... That's very quick. I'll send you some articles. Yeah, the whole, like, from... Selena to Haley yeah, thing is a really messy Well, then timeline. there was another. So Kylie commented on the one TikTok being like, me and Selena don't have beef. We weren't talking about Selena. But then there was another TikTok about how, I guess, back in the day, um, like Kylie and Kendall took Selena to Dubai, which then opened the opportunity for Haley to hang out with Justin. Like, yeah. I guess they're alleging that Kendall and Kylie kind of helped Haley meet Justin. I don't know, you guys. It's so crazy. I can't keep up. I'm not a Haley Bieber stand. I don't get the appeal. Like, no. I feel like people are. May I? Love her, yeah. I've seen TikToks of being like, LOL, when your high school uh, bully becomes like the biggest model and Justin Bieber's yeah. wife. So, like, people are alleging she's a mean girl. And, like, come on, with the Nepo baby shirt, like, she's a flop. Oh, like, where's the talent? Like, even the look, I'm kind of tired of it. She's like, so not cool. Like, she's I'm not sorry. A she's gorgeous. She's yeah. gorgeous. Great clothes. She's no Bella Hadid. Great manicures on the girl, but it's like she doesn't. Yeah, she's. Hey, Bella Hadid is cool. She that has girl is got cool. the heart. She's got the soul. She she's has got the spirit of a cool of a cool girl. And Haley yeah. wants that, but she doesn't have it. Anyways, moving on. Not gonna say I'm really team either of them. Same. But... I'm not team either. I don't really. I don't get the Selena Gomez love either. People love. Did you Selena watch her Gomez. Apple TV uh, documentary? No. It will make you hate her. She came off terribly and i don't know why I they just why, why did she it. let them release that i've never got the music really like she has a couple cute songs but like i just yeah. i've never like bought into the fantasy with her and then i will say the bullying from the selenators also it's such a bad fan group name selenator like that that doesn't roll off like the tongue and same with arianator like Sele- uh, yeah arianator anyways the <laughs> selenators i guess were flooding Haley bieber's comments so bad she had to turn off comments on her instagram Speaking of the car trashians, I'm worried about the next season. I think they're on a cultural decline. Their stock is declining. They don't yeah. want to share their drama. Their drama is going down. And yeah, I, I love the new Hulu show, but I've been not saying much this for this a season. while. I just think the page has kind of turned a little bit. And yeah. I love, you know, I've been along for the ride. We all love them. But We're on the ride. I, I do think don't get that. It off. Yeah, I do think the page has kind of turned. Okay, you go next. Okay, I think this is on both of our lists because um, it's obviously just like a cultural juggernaut. Tree versus Melissa. What is happening? Oh. Okay, let me... I'm not going to give a full rundown because, like, you must live under a goddamn rock if you don't know what's happening between the two. But at a certain point... Um, okay. Oh, Joe Giudici, the Bahamas, Joe the Gorga. video chills. Yeah. Melissa Gorga definitely video. recorded that video of their reunion. And then the comments, you know, it was coming from both accounts and they were deleting, reposting the comments. Oh, and then Gia got in the ring. Yeah. It's so Where bad. Where do you land it's... between these two girls? I will say, you guys, like most people, in the early days of Housewives of New Jersey, I was team Melissa. Like, when you, mm-hmm. just from watching the show, right? Yeah. You you definitely side with Melissa of being the sister-in-law who's been treated unfairly, who, who came into this family, and from the get-go, Teresa just hated her guts. That's how it reads when you just watch the early seasons. Yeah. But as time has gone on, and how, since I've read a little blog called famehorgas.com, they just read as so thirsty, so desperate. They know Teresa is their meal ticket to Housewives and fame. So they yeah. just, it feels like they're just constantly poking her and like 
sending shots at Teresa. And it's like, oh, like even this, it's such a setup. Like him going to hug Joe Judas. They were never friends. They, Ooh, they wrestled. Shit they wrestled at the retreat. They wrestled for sure. <laughs> you know what? I'm a tree hugger, like team tree for I, life. So, yeah. All yeah. that to say, I am actually now, I've swung the other way and I'm a tree hugger. I'm team tree on this one. Nice. And you know what, Melissa, she keeps saying these, like making these digs in the comment. It was like to the niece get the hate out of your heart or like I think it's pathetic I'm like those are your nieces and you really don't want to go low with the nieces it's actually it's sad and they keep saying like oh this is about family keep family together it's like oh you're not doing a very good job of it like this you know what I mean some of those things you just gotta sometimes with family you just gotta swallow your pride a little bit and they refuse to do that and she's just like oh it's so lame I feel bad for the yeah I feel bad for the four beautiful daughters yeah um yeah do you see Gabriella breaking out in hives on the episode this week no, I didn't. She finally, I... she spoke her mind. Did you catch that with Louis? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't see the hives. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, maybe next time. Okay, what, what do you have next? I was just, So I was going to talk about Housewives of New Jersey, too. That's just all I was going to talk about. Um, okay, last. This is a quick one. Ariana DeBose. Yeah. We love. I think it came to like a head last night because then Angela Bassett won three NA doubles. Angela Bassett NAACP did the thing. Awards and in her speech, she's like, "I did the thing." So you know, full what? circle. Full circle. Shout out to she's Ariana. She's a queen, DeBose. and you know what? She won for like best TV performance, best movie performance, and like best legacy performance. So like, honestly, Angela Bassett. She did do the thing. And if you're Nothing. Ariana DeBose, you have to just lean into it. I heard her. She was on the BBC <gasps> radio show. Yeah. And she was like, "Gay Twitter loved did it." Did you see all like, the like rehearsals of her doing it? Yes. It's so cringe. It's so fucking cringy. It's and the so way her funny. team is like egging her on it's like oh my god you have to fire your team i feel like people are not even clocking the best part of that which is he's like slay no jamie lee curtis you are all of us (laughs) (laughs) oh it's so good okay moving on we covered new jersey next so next bravo piece Kim Zolciak's house is out of floor closure. I just want to talk about this quickly. So obviously, I mean, you guys, Kim Zolciak, the house, Kim it's Zolciak coming, it's going. Bierman. Kim Zolciak Bierman. Sorry, yes. Kim He's Zolciak Bierman. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was the article that she's addicted to slot machines. Putting <laughs> $100 photo, bills into the slot machines. Like, <laughs> and the photo that it showed of her, like, sitting at a slot machine. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, queen. And the article said, apparently, like, someone or the source met her at a slot machine no. tournament. And it's like, what does that mean yeah and i heard on another podcast i think it was the heather mcdonald heather mcdonald juicy scoop that like i guess the tournament is just that like whoever can like press the button fast enough in like you know the one minute like what is going on with kim zolciak beerman in the slot machines shout out to you know what we're gonna pray for you we have a good friend tristan who will not be named she said her dad is addicted to playing the mobile slots you know the mobile gaming is huge in ontario so you turn your phone into uh landscape is that called landscape mode yeah. and it's like a slot machine and you just go like this on the phone all day yeah I we're know. praying for you i know i mean I, yeah <laughs> I, gambling is a serious problem for a lot of people and yeah. i guess for kim's old Beerman, so i hope she gets better um last thing on my list uh well one more housewife thing quickly housewives of oc rumor is gina I'm not gonna say demoted. her last name demoted taylor armstrong promoted and that's why there's been such a wait what are your thoughts so gina had a rough last season but i just like gina like she just gives me like something that the other girls don't give me like it is like it's just like she's me like we have probably the same amount in our bank account and i'm just like there with her (laughs) on screen i'm there with her we are all gina look are there not enough oranges to go around give it to gina give it to taylor i don't really care i kind of miss the days what about gina kehoe like come on just spread the oranges around i miss the days when they had like seven or eight housewives like some of those seasons are good like Mm -hmm. and then you just cover you don't need to see everyone all the time you can cover all these women's storylines i know so 
Maybe they should just Especially, give them I would both. take Gina over Emily. That's me personally. Same. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, anyways. Okay, last thing on my list, Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Thoughts? Oh my God. I mean, do you have three hours? <laughs> I know. So I got off the Vanderpump ride because the yeah. season started getting but so bad. But I think bad. I told you, you got to keep watching. Got to watch know. the season. It's back. Yeah. No, it's back it's with good. Adventures. And I am so team Raquel. I love Raquel. <gasps> Just Tristan, like Gina stop. is you. I am Raquel. Like I, I see have, myself Have you Raquel. watched the most recent episode? Yes. Okay. So what about when like Katie's like, please, like it's all good. Just don't date my ex-husband. And then Raquel's like, yeah, you know what? Like I, I think I might date him, but I'll just think about it first and then just let me, I'll just let I you know, know after was, I decide. Raquel, that was bad. But also like those girls have treated Raquel so poorly in the past. It's like, why am I doing any favors? Like Lala is such a little demon. I know. I'm, and the fact I'm that a she, Lala stan. Give them Lala. Give them Lala. Yeah. I mean, she, she's entertaining, but the fact that she sat there and was like, Raquel, you cannot do that because that's Katie's ex. And then she's like, Raquel, I just want you to know I slept with your boyfriend. Oh, that was it's good. It's like, that was what? Good. Like, I'm not doing you no, any that's favors. that's funny. You know what? With Vanderpump Rules, I love it because it just gives you no one to root for. So it's I know. Like, they're it's all bad. Lose, they're all, lose, that's lose, true. Lose, but lose. I will say Raquel um, needs to grow her hair out. The short yeah. hair is not doing her any favors. For sure. Just for my sure. thoughts. And I really like they've cut Lisa Vanderpump's role back a bit this season. She's just kind of popping in. She just in. awkwardly like shows up for a minute and is like, But Hi. it's perfect. That's all we need, you That's know? That's all we need. Just a drop in. Okay, I'm going to go with the last story because I'm so glad Tristan didn't, didn't have it on his list and I'm just going to drop this on him. Hopefully he hasn't heard. Okay, Tristan, I saw a headline yesterday. Grimes and Nicole Snooky Polizzi <laughs> have been confirmed to start in a queer remake of How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Reports variety. <laughs> This is not real. It's real. That that Wait. I think that's like a nightmare I've had. Okay, I'm actually gonna double check if that's real, and I didn't get like goop oh in the God. middle of the night. Yeah. But are you sure it wasn't like a reductress article? <laughs> Grimes and no, it has to be real. It was in Variety. It oh was in Variety. Oh my God! How to lose a guy in ten days? Who's? Anyways, I don't. I don't. And know. I will be there to watch it. I will be at the theater. I mean, that would be like my like. Grimes kills everything. me. Like her interviews and stuff. Grimes and she... Snooky. <laughs> Now there's a dynamic duo. Yeah. Okay. That- oh, wait, wait. I have one question I wanted to ask you all week, okay? It's kind of out of left field. Like, you know how, like, Britney Spears is always in and out of the drama? Like, we yeah, don't know what's yeah. going on. Okay, so she's posting with Sam, her husband, again. What is the deal, like, with her and Sam, in your opinion, Tristan? Sam Asgari, her I don't husband. I know. I mean, I will, you guys know I am a Britney stan. Yeah, like, he's that a- foremost expert in the yeah. field. Yeah, and I, I am defensive over Britney, and I think people do need to kind of leave her alone. I think TMZ needs to leave her alone. I don't think she's in any kind of crisis. I think she okay. has mental health. I think she is dealing with, you know, some pretty serious mental health issues, and I think that definitely influences the type of content she produces that we see online. But I think, I, I am willing to believe that things are actually pretty normal with her behind the scenes. Like you hear these crazy reports of like all this erratic behavior. I'm not sure I believe all of that, but I am curious about Sam. Like, is he under contract? Is he a paid actor? What is happening? Just because he came out of nowhere. He's so young. He's our age. I know. And he could have been the other thing that makes me, it could have been me. The other thing that makes me uncomfortable is that he like has started showing up at red carpets and yeah. stuff like that. Well, he wants to be an actor. He's he been wants in to be shows. an actor. So yeah. that of course raises your eyebrows a little bit. And then it's like, yeah, is he playing like what kind of caretaker role could someone <laughs> like that possibly play for our Brittany? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, you like, it's been a while. They've been together. They're married. Like some, I, I, I don't know where the truth Remember lies. Remember she was pregnant? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know. I mean, I pray for Britney. I hope she's doing okay. Yeah. Her most recent videos were 
pretty good. Ah, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I pray for Sam, and I hope he's doing okay because yeah, I don't know what contract he's under, but like, I'm glad I'm not under it. I know, I know. That's very true. <laughs> okay, okay, we're gonna take a very short break, and we'll be right back. Bye. And we're back. Hey, Tristan. Hey. Okay. <laughs> Let's get into today's hot topic of the day, which is Rebel Wilson, Melanie Rebel Wilson. Um, before we get into what we want to get into, what is your prior to today or like this week? What is your experience with Rebel Wilson? Yeah, so Rebel Wilson is obviously a renowned comedian, writer, and actor. There's no denying that. She was in Pitch Perfect, uh, Bachelorette and Bridesmaids, which are three movies that I like, and How to Be Single. I like that movie as well. And she's a funny actor. She's talented. And uh, that's about it. That's where I start and end. Did you know that she beat out um, Casey Wilson for Bachelorette or she replaced Casey Wilson? Stop. I'm a yeah. Casey Wilson Same. head. Shout out to Casey Re- Wilson. Shout out to Bitch Sesh. Yes. We love. We love you. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, same. Like, I obviously know Rebel Wilson and I so vividly remember her ascent to stardom. I feel like she was very much in that pack or at least, I mean, I, she was a little bit earlier but it was all around that same time of like the rise of the relatable girl trope um, that Amy Schumer experienced, Jennifer Lawrence, Rebel Wilson. Like I feel like that was all yeah. in the same cultural moment. Like female driven comedy. Girl, yeah, whose comedy is rooted in pizza eating and being normal, you know, yes. quote unquote, like n- n- the like anti-glam comedy girl yeah and like her role in bridesmaids with the roommate is just so hilarious her role in bridesmaids is so funny what is it like the mexican jumping bean tattoo like that's a classic (laughs) did you know they lived together for three years yes matt lucas he's like a big uk comedian and so props to that but yeah so i mean she definitely is super talented all of those movies are hits um and a lot of and i was just gonna say this because it comes up like I think it's fair to say that a lot of her early roles and star identity, star persona was rooted in, you know, unfortunately, weight. Her character in Pitch yeah. Perfect was called Fat Amy. A yeah. lot of her comedy was on the fact that she was not a size two. So just keep that in mind that like a lot of her rise to yeah. fame was rooted in that kind of slapstick humor of being Fat Amy. Yeah. And you might be like, why are we talking about Rebel Wilson? But like... Oh, you guys buckle up. You're going to find out. (laughs) Okay. So, um, why don't we get into like some of the early Rebel Wilson pre-fame just to give everyone some context. Yeah, like her background. Let's talk about like how it all started for her. Totally. So she was born on March 2nd, 1980 in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. Her parents are professional dog handlers and they were like involved in the the dog breeding world and dog shows, that kind of thing. It says they were international dog show judges and breeds, and they were specifically obsessed with beagles. Sue and Jack Bounds. And you know what that just makes me think of? Have you ever seen Best in Show? Yes, love Best in Show. It's like, sounds like a Best in Show, uh, you know, skip to me. She grew up in the suburbs of Kenthurst, Parramatta, and Castle Hill. This will come up later as well. Um, So put a sticky note on that. She attended a uh, private independent school. It was a boarding school called Terra Anglican School for Girls. Also important. Keep that in mind. Um, graduated in 1997. So she is, as of today, 42. Also keep that in mind. <laughs> Allegedly. No, uh, confirmed. Yeah. Uh, and she has three siblings. She has sisters 
Liberty and Annalise, who goes by the name Anarchy. Anarchy with an I. With an I. <laughs> and a brother who uses the name Riot. With a Y. With a Y. <laughs> so they all have these Rebel, Liberty, and Anarchy. And her, her name is Melanie. It's yeah, Her name is... Okay, spoiler alert. Her name is Melanie. But if we're going by her version of events, their names are Rebel, Liberty, Annalise, and Riot. No, Anarchy. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Say it again. Rebel, Liberty, Anarchy, and Riot. Oh, like, my God. Stop. What type of, like, January 6th family is this? Kristen, this is why I love Australian people. This okay, is why I love Aust- the Aussies. Um, she originally attended university for, like, math and law. She thought she was going to go to law school. But in the early 2000s, she got into acting in Australia, appeared in a couple, you know, hit TV shows and some movies in Australia. Mm-hmm. And then she got a scholarship um, to go to New York and train with Second City. The scholarship was actually funded by Nicole Kidman, fun fact. So she did a lot of stage work, a lot of comedy work, some TV shows, that kind of thing. And apparently she like worked at a movie theater okay. throughout much of this. And like people would recognize her at the movie theater. So she had to quit her job. Tristan, Anyways. does Australia kind of remind you of Canada in the way that there's like five famous people and they all kind of help each other? And we totally. Have the same... I always think Australia yeah. is like the upside down of Canada. Yeah. Like we're very, very similar, just like on opposite ends of the globe. Yeah. Like I feel like, like culturally it's very, very similar. Small fish, big, no, big fish, small ponds. Totally. Love it. Totally. And then, so she moved to the States in around 2011, signed with William Morris Endeavor, which is a huge agency mm-hmm. in Hollywood. And then that's when her career really takes off. So as we mentioned, she stars in Bridesmaids, um, Pitch Perfect franchise. She's also in like an Ice Age sequel, the Bachelorette movie, like all of these. She has like a really good two years in a row of like these hit films. Obviously, Pitch Perfect was massive. Bridesmaids was massive. And she played these really comedic roles. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her being Australian contributed to it, too. She was, like, funny and kooky and quirky girl. Yeah. She was definitely getting close to the A-list, if not yeah, yes. on the A-list. So what we specifically <laughs> want to talk about is... So as she... Yeah, that's actually important. She definitely was edging on A-list. She was, yeah. like, at the Golden Globes, like, at getting going to the Oscars, that kind of thing. She was getting A-list, right? Like, I think if I showed my dad a photo of her, he'd be like, I recognize her. Like, he yeah. wouldn't know who she, she is. She was, like, like, everywhere yeah. in that moment of, yeah. like, 2013, right? So, in 2015, Women's Day, Woman's Day, Woman's Day, Woman, singular, Woman's Day magazine publishes an article called Separating Fact from Fiction. Will the real Rebel Wilson please stand up? Uh-oh. And allegedly, their source for this article was a childhood friend of Rebels. So in the piece, it says that she has just been lying about, like, all kinds of things. Some of the things that the article mentions, and I was able to read the article. It's a little bit hard to find because the magazine took it down, and we'll explain why. Uh, but I was able to read it. And you guys, it's honestly, it's like a short Us Weekly style story. Like, this isn't a New York Times expose. Like, the fact that this went to the Supreme Court of Australia is <laughs> insane to me because it reads as a blog post. Wait, like, so should we give an overview? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, so pretty much. Well, let me just, let okay. me go through the article. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's quick. In the piece, some of the things that it says that Rebel lied about. So, at the time, she claimed she was 29 when she was actually... 35! 35, 36. I was going to say 36. That is a lot of years to lie about. (laughs) Yeah. So, so they say she lied about being 29. She lied about being raised in the, quote, ghetto of Sydney. She lied about spending a year in Zimbabwe, climbing into a cage with a leopard getting caught in a shootout, getting a strain of malaria that put her in the ICU and caused her to hallucinate herself winning an Oscar. 
Um, and wrapping her acceptance speech. And wrapping her acceptance speech. Yeah. So, and then, um, yeah. And then just yeah. like her general upbringing. Oh, and her name. Her name. That was yeah. the last lie. So, of course, like it gets picked up. And I remember this at the time, but it got picked up in like kind of a kooky way. Like, I do not think anyone took this that seriously. And allegedly the source was, again, someone she grew up with. So she ends Wait, can up I just suing, interrupt? Yeah. You know who also lied about their age? Her fellow Aussie bogan, Margot Robbie. Yeah, so I've like, seen that why, too. Yeah, what did are you they know, telling them I over swear there? up until, and maybe even still now, if you go to her uh, Margot Robbie's Wikipedia, there's no date of birth. Yeah. Like, we like just don't know how old Margot Robbie is. Like, she could be, we don't know she's how old She's around my is. age, sadly. <laughs> no, she has to be older than us. <laughs> no, I swear she's a 90s baby. Oh, boy. Okay, continue. Anyways, love Margot Robbie. So here's just... Um, a quote from the article. Um, Far from the outlandish Hollywood movie-like life she's portrayed to the public, an old classmate says Rebel had a, quote, very normal upper-middle-class upbringing and has added a touch of fantasy to the life she led before becoming a household name. They also report again that she's 36, not 29, and that her real name is Melanie Elizabeth Bounds. This classmate also claims that Rebel, like, was not funny growing up, was not, like, a performer, was not a class clown, and she even provides some photos of Melanie slash Rebel, and yeah, she looks completely different, and she just looks very plain, like, just, like, does not reach, she was on, like, the debate team. Like, this this person is, like, Rebel Wilson is, like, a concoction, like, an imagined character, which I think a lot of people do. Yeah, not that there's anything wrong with that. More than that, it's, like, some of the lies. So I was able to find an interview of her on David Letterman. Um, from I think the interview was from 2012 so pre this article and in the clip she says that she was born quote in a real ghetto area of Sydney by bogan parents by bogan parents so if you guys don't know and I you know I, I it's very difficult because we're not Australian but they use the word bogan in a number of these interviews and she says it in clips it's kind of like the way we use the word hick in Canada hick or like white trash yeah right yeah so from what I understand a bogan is someone who yeah like lives out the in the country is low economic status and you know where that comes up a lot on the Real Housewives of, of Melbourne. Melbourne yeah and, and I think also I mean I think oftentimes it's like uh racialized term for no not necessarily no not necessarily okay sorry i should whatever but mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's like it's a bit of a slur like it's you mm-hmm. know they use it to describe people of lower socioeconomic status in australia she says that her house came with a free donkey and then in this article in this interview with david letterman she she tells the story of like yeah my mom named me rebel after a little girl who sang at my parents wedding so she just kind of <laughs> says like her name is rebel and that her siblings are named liberty anarchy and riot it turns out, of course, they all have completely different names, like very yeah. normal names. And at some point, she changed. She ended up changing her name legally in, I believe, 2002. So when she was okay. like, you know, 24. So she maybe, she now, of course, after this all comes out, she alleged. So, so sorry, I'm getting ahead. She sues the magazine for like defamation of mm-hmm. character. She alleges that she lost out on a role in um, Trolls and in Kung Fu Panda 3 as a result of these allegations and that she lost out on $3.6 million of income because of this little article that said that she like lied about these random things. Which she did. Which she absolutely did. Like she <laughs> she lied about all of this stuff. And, and a lot of it, I think her argument is like, oh, I was kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm a comedian. Like mm. I was just kidding. Even I was reading the court transcripts. They bring up like... They play the David Letterman clip and they're like, you said you were, you know, um, in a real ghetto area of Sydney and the donkey and all that. And she's like, oh, that was a joke. 
But when you watch the interview, she's not saying it as like a comedian funny bit. She's literally deadpan. Me and Holly both said, you watch these interviews, she is not funny. Yeah, we agreed before recording that she's just not that funny. She's just not that funny. I think she's a funny actress. Like yes. when she's playing a character, she's very funny. But like, she's not a Tiffany Haddish who's the sitting there being land. hilarious. Yeah. yeah, like no, the bits did not land. And then she, of course, tries to be like, well, it was all a joke. I was just kidding about all of it. Um, the, she did provide some photos of her with malaria, malaria, and then in the court, malaria, Hilaria Baldwin, they, she, she says that she went on this like mission trip. She was working with like rotary clubs and went on this trip to, I believe it was Zimbabwe and that she caught malaria. And then she even the, the, in the cross examination, they're like, and you, you hallucinated winning an Oscar. She's like, yeah, I'll even, I'll, I'll perform the rap that I gave in the hallucination. Oh my goodness. And the, she, the quote, it's literally like, my name is Rebel and I'm here to say I win an Oscar today. I'm like, you're, she just made that up. Yeah. Like you did not remember that from 20 years ago when you had malaria. Like that is so <laughs> absurd, right? But she says the whole thing is she's just kidding. She's like a funny girl. And I will tell you guys, when she talks about the real ghetto area of Sydney that she was raised in, I looked up each of the towns where she spent her childhood. So the suburbs of Kenthurst, Parramatta, and Castle Hill, they're all suburbs of Sydney, Australia, and they are all above the median weekly household income of, of Australia. So it's, yeah, she mean, was raised in nicer Sydney parts Sydney. Sydney is almost like paradise on earth, I mean, for most people who live there. It's a fabulous city, and I hope to visit one of day. Of course, but so for her to just objectively, and we don't know exactly what her parents' socioeconomic situation was, like they very, who, we, I don't mm-hmm. know their financials, but for her to say that she grew up like, um, in a ghetto of Sydney with a donkey and yeah. was a bogan. And then you look up these these suburbs and it's like definitely not the case. And then she, of course, tries to be like, well, I'm just doing my little bit. Like, I'm so funny. Yeah. So can I jump in? Yeah. Okay. Or do you want to take the defamation course to the top? Okay. I just want to say yeah. the last, the craziest lie of them all Okay, is that she alleges that she is related to Walt Disney and that... His wife. No, stop. How is she related? <laughs> One second. I want to make sure I get the quote here. She alleges that um, her great aunt was Lillian Disney, who was married to Walt Disney until his death in 1966. When they get into this in the cross examination, her only defense is that when she was five years old, her grandmother told her that they were distant, distant relatives of Walt Disney. And while she does not have any genealogical uh, evidence to back this claim up, she inherently believes it to be true because it's something that she has known all her life in the same way that you know who your mom and dad are. She just knows it oh, to be true. Oh my God. <laughs> She's really told Disney. And then she even provides the court with a photo of her at Disney World. At Disney? <laughs> and she alleges that. So she has a membership to that. Stop. The exclusive club at Disney World is called yeah. like the... I forget okay. what it's called. It's called like the number eight club. The Mickey Mouse club. And celebrities pay. It's <laughs> yeah. six. It's a $60,000 entry fee. It's like a Soho house of Disney World. You get to stay in this certain Stop, building. Stop, I've never heard restaurant. of this. Yeah, it's like a five-star thing. They only accept so many people I for a year. That. You get this. It's like a lifetime membership. <laughs> she alleges that she was able to get the membership because she is related to Lillian Disney. Not because she's rebel. Wilson, Not because she no. paid $60,000 up front. No, 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 no. It's because she's Lillian. Okay, and then, stop. Why are these lies so relatable? Holly, <laughs> in the courtroom that day, Mickey Mouse shoes. 
She sat there in Mickey Mouse shoes. shoes with the little Mickey Mouse oh, head my on goodness. them. She's a, she is a Disney adult. That's why we're talking about her today. Because <laughs> like, we need to address. You guys, it's, when you actually look into her, she gives the exact same energy as like Ilaria Baldwin. Who else have we done? Like it's. Jamila Jamil. We haven't done her because have, there's it, other oh, podcasts that cover her, but like the it's lies It's the exact same energy of random things that like you did not have to lie about. Like no one asked if you're related to Walt Disney. Like the, why you would just say that and then stick to it in a court of that law. That reminds me of like something I would have said in like grade five. <laughs> yes. It, it literally, it gives, and we all grew up with someone like this. Yeah. And I'm not saying yeah. you were this person, but I it's know, like, we've talked we about all, this, we yeah. talked about this before. It's like, we all had the girl in our class who was like, yeah, Avril Lavigne is my cousin. Yeah. Pathological. But I have to say, Rebel, be careful about saying you're related to Disney because like the Illuminati and the far right will come after you. Like I'm pretty sure there's some like massive oh, conspiracy. For like sure. you don't want to be associating yourself with like Walt Disney for some reason. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to jump in. Like you're like, why are we choosing Rebel today? Okay. Because Rebel is addicted to the fame. She's addicted to PR. And in the past probably year, there's been over 500 stories about her in every publication on earth. And not that only she was called out for all of this in 2015, the lies have kind of gone crazy since then, or I don't know if there's so much lies anymore. It's like these tales she weaves about her lives, which are just really hilarious and fascinating to us. And I just want to preface this by saying that none of these stories are like negative. They're just all over the place. They might be true. They might not, but I'm like, yeah, no one she, asks, no one cares except she, for us today. Like, yeah, it's <laughs> if you guys like look into it, she just gives the type of person who's calling the paparazzi on herself and calling the press on herself and like giving these weird little details and stories yeah. for no reason. Like, it's so bizarre. And the number one culprit. And I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but People Magazine, a lot of, I know Crazy Days and Nights refers to them as knee pads, because it's like any story you see in People Magazine, they have paid to put that story. Like, Celebrity has paid People mm-hmm. Magazine to be featured in the mail. Like, that's how People Magazine works. It's like such a fluff. It's all full of PR spin. Like, People Magazine does not report anything organically. And Rebel Wilson is constantly in People Magazine, on the cover of People Magazine, making her little announcements in People Magazine. And that, for me, is like the number one red flag of like, you are such a little fraudster with your fame. Like she just loves it. Yeah. Sorry. That was kind of mean rebel. I'm sorry. But last thing I was going to say about Disney before we move on, like for her to then in court be like distant, distant relative, you know, there's no way to really prove it because it's so distant. And then for the claim to be great aunt, (laughs) great aunt is not that distant. That's your grandma's sister. Like if, if your grandma was like, yeah, Lillian Disney's your great aunt. It's like, okay, is that your sister? Like what, what does that mean? Rebel? Anyways, moving on. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about some of the crazy PR she's garnered in the past few years. Go ahead. Okay. Sorry. Last thing. Just to just to cap it off. She did end up winning the defamation case yes. against the publisher for $3.6 million in damages. She tweeted, I'm looking forward to helping out some great Australian charities and supporting the Australian film industry with the damages I received. So she won the case and then she, according to her, I don't, you know, I don't have a receipt, uh, used the money for charity. Yeah, which it's crazy. It went all the way to the top of the Australian Supreme Court, which honestly yes. in Canada, same thing would happen here. <laughs> yeah. And her argument was that like Kung Fu, Kung Fu Panda 3 and the Trolls movie dropped her and that studio doors wouldn't even open the doors to Why? Because they Rebel wanted a, Wilson what, a 29 like, year old and she was too old to be I know, the voice. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even cover that. She, her argument for lying about her age was that, well, she never said she was 29 she just never said her age and that she had to do that to make it in hollywood there was no way she was going to make it as a woman in her 30s she had to be 29 wow which is so like that's just like a really random number yeah Yeah. so 
what we're gonna come up a lot on with her is like she is getting in on every big news moment so like ageism in hollywood we're getting into me too we're getting into homophobia anyways I'll give you an overview of what happened during the past few years, and then we're going to talk about some of the hilarious headlines and ways that she spun it. So yeah. she has come out in the, uh, this year, I think, or last year. She came out in June 2022 okay. via an Instagram post. Yes, as a lesbian. As or, a lesbian yeah. with her girlfriend, Ramona... Oh, Ramona Agruma. Ramona Agruma. <laughs> um, via Instagram post. But the other piece of this is that I guess at the time... Um, there was some scandal because a magazine was about to publish a piece. Yeah, yeah. Wait, we'll get to that. Okay, yeah. So s- pretty much she's come out, she's had a baby via surrogate, and yeah. then we're, that's pretty much it. She's kept acting, and her star has continued to rise. All the while, she's garnering the craziest PR. So Tristan, take it away. She also hosted the BAFTAs yeah. last year and got horrible reviews. But um, so she she's very much still out there. She also lost 80 pounds. Yes, so that and comes she up lost too. a lot of weight during the pandemic. Yeah, so like a, she's had like a series of crazy life changes, lost 80 pounds, came out as a lesbian, had a baby via surrogate, independent of her relationship. We'll get into that. But so like a lot of these big crazy life changes. Yeah, so um, maybe I'll go first with like some of these headlines that are just cracking me up. And it kind of is, this one builds on Tristan's point. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Last thing before we Stop get into the headlines. Stop saying last because it's never the last this thing. This is the last thing. Sorry, I forgot this part. During her whole legal thing about the article, she also, she was really apparently going in to try to figure out who the classmate was that like sold out her past. And then I guess another journalist named Elizabeth Wilson reached out to her grandmother, um, so to ask her grandmother like i guess to try to get a scoop on rebel and then rebel accidentally tweeted at the wrong elizabeth wilson calling her total scum (laughs) (laughs) and accusing her of harassing her grandma for a story so then the innocent elizabeth wilson tried to sue rebel for being like you called me total scum and then that went to the top of the australian yeah and then of course (laughs) rebel went straight to the media to be like um well, look, I tried to apologize to her, but she doesn't want a personal apology. She wants $250,000, and this is all a shakedown. Like, she oh did this to just God. try to get $250,000 on me. So it's just like, she she's in these crazy scenarios yes. constantly. Like, are you trying to tell me there's more than one Elizabeth Wilson? I know, and like, what? Uh, anyways, okay, so let's get into okay, some of the Okay, first of all, I have to say, she's a trained lawyer, allegedly, so slay, that's she, cool. Yeah, so from what I read, she did go to law school. She didn't, uh, like, complete... I don't know what the equal... Uh, what the equal measure is the equivalent in australia of the bar is she did not go on to complete the bar but she did from what i understand do like an undergraduate degree and maybe that's why she's so litigious okay i'm jumping in so this is a headline that mm, it's not that funny but it kind of builds on tristan's point so this was in the la times rebel wilson just recounted what she called an awful and disgusting incident with a co-star who couldn't keep his pants on okay this is that that's the name of the article this was in um, the LA Times, and that is just not giving me professional news headline. Like, what, he couldn't keep it in his pants? First of all, the story is very vague, and like Tristan was saying, I didn't realize People is a PR publication, but um, I'm learning now that a lot of publications are just like PR machines. I just found out recently, Tristan, did you know Business Insider is just like a PR publication? Okay, no, but I do know Forbes is also <gasps> really guilty of it. Not Forbes. Well, yeah. Like, You're there crushing was... me. You're, you, you said Forbes and... People? People. Well, there was the whole thing of like Kylie Jenner like yeah. paid for that cover story of her being a billionaire yeah. with no proof. Like, they literally just printed it. She was like, I'm a billionaire. Yeah, so I'm like, come on, LA Times, what you're like, this guy couldn't keep it in his pants? That's the headline? It's not so professional communication to me. No, it's not giving professional communication. 
Tristan? Um, I just have a couple recent ones. And this was something that I saw on TikTok earlier this week. Um, the headline is, so the other place where I found the craziest Rebel Wilson news is page six. They yes. post about Rebel Wilson almost daily. Like I'm Almost like, as much as they post about Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. And you guys, like I... Who is checking on Rebel Wilson for all these random pieces of information? Like, she has to be calling page six herself because, like, none of this is news. So the headline here is... Wait, stop. Can I announce her daughter's name because you're about to say it? Well, no, no, no. I was going to say the name. I want to announce it, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, because there's another funny headline (laughs) about that. So I'm going to stop before I say the name. Rebel Wilson reveals miscarriage heartbreak before daughter. Right? Obviously sad. I'm not laughing at the fact that there's a miscarriage involved. Very serious, yes. But the quote here is... I've only been dating Ramona for two... So she says this happened um, in 2022. Quote, I'd only been dating Ramona for two months and I had to be like, by the way, the surrogate looks like it's out of the first trimester and it is serious and I'm going to have a baby by the end of the year. Of course, unfortunately, the surrogate then lost the baby. But the funny thing here that I saw on TikTok is she refers to the surrogate as an it. Yes, this was actually the first (laughs) thing that made us want to cover her because this was going around that she's kind of like an infamous surrogate user because she has said all this kind of weird, I don't want to say nasty things, but like kind of dehumanizing things. The way she talks about the surrogate experience is very dehumanizing. She also talks about like using a sperm shop where she had a sperm concierge. So they troll through all the sperm shops and give me the best 10 that match my criteria. Is that what men are to her? Just a sperm (laughs) bank? Come on. (laughs) But the way she talks about the surrogacy process and how she like, um, she did like the eugenics of picking her 10 best sperm and she had all these qualifications that she needed. It made a lot of people yeah. uncomfortable. Look, these are the things we think don't say. <laughs> I, know, I know. And the way she referred to the surrogate as an it, like say as it, just forget like it, write it, regret a farm it. animal that was like carrying her baby. It's like super cringy. But, uh, okay, they, yeah, but they did end up, they did end up having, having a daughter. Yes. And wait, let me read the headline. Okay. Okay. This is my favorite headline that I found today. This is so good. <laughs> this is, and this is another example. I mean, we talked about the me too thing. It's like, she does seem to have this way and look, I'm not discounting her me too story. That's horrible, whatever. But she does have a way of inserting herself into like the, big, the headlines of the week, which right? is a lot like Elizabeth Finch and, and Ilaria Baldwin. Like <laughs> yeah. she has a way of like commenting on things or being like, yeah, you know, so this is a perfect example. So this is earlier this year um, when she had her daughter. The quote, the title is, the headline is, Rebel Wilson reveals baby name inspiration, including nod to Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> okay, Commonwealth slay. Like, come like, on. Duh. Rebel Wilson. That is, she's so crazy. And, and do, you, Tristan, do you guys want to know what the connection is? What? So her daughter, can I say the name? Yeah. Her daughter. Drop it one name at a time, please. Yeah. Her daughter's. Her daughter's name is. Her full name well, is. No. What's her first name? Her first name is. Royce. That is not a baby girl's name. That is a Rolls Royce. What are you talking about? Her daughter's name is Royce. Royce Lillian Elizabeth Wilson. And the nod to Queen Elizabeth. So here's what she says. I wanted an original name starting with the letter R and so eventually landed on that one. As for Lillian and Elizabeth, both are family names carried by women. And Elizabeth is also my middle name, which is after the late queen. So I guess, so Rebel's name is Melanie Elizabeth Bounds. And she says her mom gave her the middle name Elizabeth after the queen. So now she's given her daughter the middle name Elizabeth. Spelled differently, S to Z. Okay, come on. I clocked you there. No, no, no. They're both Z. They're both Z. Okay. They're both Z. But like, so she she gave her daughter the same middle name. And then I feel like the queen just like happened to die. So then now she went to page six and was like, 
want to hear my baby name and how it's tied to Queen Elizabeth II's death. It's like <laughs> so fucking weird. It's so weird. Okay, I just can't get over that she named her sweet baby girl Royce. Spelled like Rolls Royce, so please don't name your children that. Okay, I'm going to jump in with some headlines that cracked me up. So, okay, she lied about her age, and this is the headline. Rebel Wilson's age lie led to a surreal court case. And what makes me laugh about this was her, her, the person who outed her about lying about her age was her high school freaking classmate. And I just have to say, if there's anyone who knows your age and the year you're born, it's your high school classmates. Do you agree? Like, they'll clock you if you lie about that yeah, in public. Yeah, like, she paints it as, like, this friend came out of the woodwork. To, and it's yeah. like, honey, everyone you ever knew in, yeah. in your childhood and young adulthood would know exactly if how old you are. any of my high school classmates <laughs> Come even out. garnered an inch of success and they were lying about their age by six years, you know, I'd be page six, ring, ring, ring. Oh, I would you, be on Your ass would phone. be grass. She's not 29. I'd be on the phone. She's not 29. We were born in 1995 because we were class of 2013. Yeah, and yeah, I read that Rebel group chatted, like a bunch of her friends from high school being like, who is it? Like, we have to like whittle it down of who it could possibly They're be. They're like, babe, it's all of us. And then also, I didn't mention this either. I mean, she did her whole little bit of like growing up poor and in the ghetto and she went to boarding school. Like, none of it no. adds up. None of no. it adds up. Anyways. So that that headline about lying about her age led to the surreal court case. This was outed, actually, by one of my all-time favorite YouTube channels, Ms. Mojo. And I have to say, there's nothing more Ryerson University than sitting around and watching Ms. and watch Mojo videos in res. Did you ever do that? Oh, I used to, too. Like, top 10. Yeah, top 10. Top 10 like, Rebel Wilson Times Rebel moments. Wilson lied about her life. Okay. She also... <laughs> one that I found funny, and it was about... Um, so this is from the same surrogate story where I said she'd only been dating Ramona for two months. She also like randomly throws Ramona's family under the bus about the fact that they're in a lesbian relationship. She says, my whole family has just been amazing. Ramona's family hasn't been as accepting. And so in many respects, it has been a lot harder on her to have to make the news public. With her, she's not in the public eye. It's much harder on her. It's so sad to see what happened with her family over it. Hopefully people change their attitude about things, which like, I don't know what Ramona's family situation is, but it's just like really bizarre to me. you have to? (laughs) Yeah, like if I were Ramona, I'd be like, maybe just don't talk about my family, especially if you know my family's having a hard time with it. Like maybe don't go on a TV, like TV show or call page six and be like, yeah, Ramona's family hates that we're lesbians. Like it's just like, I don't know something, because Ramona's not famous. Like Ramona. So a bit more about Ramona, which by the name, her name is Ramona Ar. Arguma, which to me just sounds like an anagram, like just rearrange those letters. She is an LA-based leisure wear designer. And recently, Rebel and I guess Ramona have gotten into the um, designing of leisure wear. And Rebel got in a lot of trouble because she put out this athleisure line that was um, forgetting about the fat community, allegedly. This is a headline. It only went up to size extra large, which is not quite inclusive these days. And people were all on her case. Yeah, well, I think this is why, and I mentioned earlier, and this is why I said it, is like she built her career around body positivity and self-love and reclaiming of the term fat and being unapologetically who she was, right? Being a role model for larger women. Fabulous. And then she goes on to lose 80 pounds. Of course, she has access to all of the best help in the world in terms of like trainers and personal chefs and everything. She loses 80 pounds, whatever, do whatever you want. And then she makes a clothing line and doesn't make it size inclusive. Like she, she built her career on the fact on inclusivity and body positivity. And then the minute she gets a chance to be inclusive or body positive in her own clothing line, she isn't. 
Like that's what drives me nuts. And I will have you guys know. So yeah, they had a line of like it's sweatpants and sweaters. And then her her fiance's clothing company called Lemon V Limon. Like, Are you dead you guys, ass? What the shut hell? up? It's, it's like come Lemon on. V Limon. Yeah, like no. the first lemon is spelt like the English yeah. way, and then the second one is L I M O N, like yeah. limo, oh, Lemon V Limon. Goodness. Like whatever. I went to the website. All of the photos appear to be taken via iPhone, and it's just <laughs> it's just hoodies and sweatpants, and they're all like around two hundred dollars. Jesus. So it's just like really expensive. Whatever. But so the whole thing is just like so cringy. But I will say, I, I meant to mention this earlier. So they came out in. June of 2022, two days before the Sydney Morning Herald was going to publish an article outing her. Of course, that is horrible. I do not think anybody should be outed. But the journalist from Sydney Morning Herald came out and said, look, we were writing an article about Rebel Wilson. We asked her fair questions about her relationship status. She didn't answer them. But what they were going to note in the article, and this is important, her Instagram around this time, so pre the coming out post, Mm -hmm. her Instagram was full of photos of her and Ramona that looked romantic in nature. Yeah. Like this is not, I I don't think anybody should be outed, but it's like, it does not seem like she was, you know, living this secret life and was really in fear of being outed. Like she was living a public homosexual yeah. life with this woman, Ramona, all over her Instagram. It's like, you, you just can't have it both ways. Like, of course the journalist is going to ask. It's all over your Instagram. But then of course she takes that and spins it into this whole thing of like, I was outed. I was a huge media frenzy. And guys, by the way, Tristan is rolling with the LGBT, so he can say that. In Around this time, there's an article that says, Rebel Wilson reveals on-screen lesbian kiss opened her heart to dating women. <sighs> so it's not like she was not talking about this before. Yeah. That, that came out before she was outed yeah, by yeah. the paper. And it, on the Instagram post, the caption was, I thought I was searching... Okay, you guys, buckle. <laughs> Brace for impact here. <laughs> I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess. <laughs> T and Ramona's marrying into the Disney dynasty. Oh, I oh, forgot to say the too, Disney connection. I didn't even. Put I that forgot together. to say she also alleged that her the reason that her family went to Disneyland in that photo or Disney World was because they believed that they were going to fight for access to royalties from the Disney family as descendants of Lillian no. Disney. Lillian Disney. Yeah, like, so demented, you guys. She is not related to fucking Walt Disney. She's not. No. That's the kind of thing, like, you, your parents tell you, like, when you're at Disney as a kid, or, like, I, I don't know. It gets, I was like, thinking, I know. Yeah, misinterpreted. Right? You. you know what it's yeah. giving? And maybe someone else, someone in the audience, clap if you can relate. It's like, I remember being a kid and my grandma having this, like, picture from like a gift shop or something with our last name on it and the little write-up was that like the last name was descendant of royalty right so you have that little souvenir plaque souvenir picture and then me being five years old i'm like what does it say she's like it says we're descendants of royalty and then i go to school and i'm like yeah so i'm royal (laughs) i've got royal blood it's like no that's not really real or there's no lineage it's just like it's just like you know you got this little souvenir thing and it's the type of thing that yeah your grandma tells you being cutesy like like, look when i was a kid did people ever say are you like the descendant of hudson's bay yes a few (laughs) times i might have said i am a few times i may have (laughs) indulged them that's so true any friends i had growing up that had like if your last name was 
you know, something notable. Blah, blah. You'd be like, yeah, I'm related. Blah, blah. You could just say that. You don't know that you are, but it's like, yeah. yeah. So, But Disney is a really random one to just pull out of a hat. Like, yeah. Anyways. So we don't have too much more to say. I'm going to take a random stand here. And I just have to say, she lost a lot of weight during the pandemic, which I have to say, like, who cares? I'm so tired of people accusing other people of using Ozempic, celebrities. It's no one's business. Of course, they should be transparent about it to help with all of our self-esteem, but they don't have to be transparent about it. And I'm just so over people commenting on each other's bodies. But she Rebel made this like a big part she of made her it, She made it. Yes, she made it her shtick and she never stops going on about it. There's a headline here from just literally last week. I mean, there's like four headlines here from the last like 10 yeah. days. But Rebel Wilson says, Pitch Perfect contract said I couldn't lose more than 10 pounds. And I mean... We don't, of course, right? Your job should not be controlling the way that you look. But I will say she was playing a character called Fat Amy. The, yeah. the role was contingent on her looking a certain way. She knew that. And Rebel was selling shirts like Fat Amy merch. Yes, so she was selling Fat Amy she was merch. She was like, cashing those checks. Yeah, I'm not surprised that maybe a producer was like, hey, you know, don't make any major changes to your body. Like, we need yeah. you to be Fat Amy for this movie. And then now, of course, 10 years later, she's like, yeah. And they told me I had to be fat. It's like, what the fuck, Rebel Wilson? Like, does it ever end? Listen to some of listen to some of the headlines from just the past week. Rebel Wilson confirms magical engagement to Ramona. All the details on Ramona's Tiffany engagement ring from Rebel Wilson. It's like, did anyone ask? Like, I do not care. I, I do don't not know. Care. Neither of us are lesbians. Maybe they are invested. <laughs> Maybe I the lesbian community is eating up. Wait, like, can I read a headline this from last week? Rebel Wilson launches new dating app inspired by her sexual journey and girlfriend called fluid okay rebel wilson like, okay she's a, she's a tech investor now she's a tech rebel founder. wilson shares sweet new video of baby girl royce like okay like i just don't rebel oh we didn't even talk about this and i wanted to talk about this i came prepared january 2023 last month beyonce has her dubai, dubai. concert right we all love beyonce and i'm not gonna beyonce she was paid like 100 million or whatever for her yeah. one hour show whatever but guess who's all over the red carpet with her same-sex partner, Miss LGBT Rebel Wilson. And of course, she got she got pushback on it. The quote here is the hypocrisy of it all because she's been going on and on and on about the persecution that she faces as a lesbian woman and her journey and how difficult it's been and how Ramona's family doesn't accept them. And then there she is in Dubai where homosexuality is a legal illegal. offense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a legal offense that's punishable by sometimes death. And she's standing on that red carpet, cheesing, smiling with her same-sex partner when she knows that everybody outside of that red carpet in the actual city of Dubai could never do something like that. And then it's like, it's same with the inclusive sizing. Like she, she just forgets about all of that and is just happy to be featured on the red carpet. Like is just happy to have the moment. And I will say their Instagrams are like full, her and Ramona, it's full of private jet photos. It's full, it like, it's the bimbofication of Rebel <laughs> Wilson. She lost 80 pounds and she was like, fuck all that. Fuck them yeah. kids. Like I'm going to be haughty Rebel Wilson, Melanie. And, like, again, none of it, like, is really that negative. Like, she can do what she wants, but we just love to watch because it's just so funny. Rebel Wilson and Ramona celebrate first family Christmas with baby. Like, okay, Merry Christmas. Like, what? this is not news. <laughs> it's so bizarre. And it, it's just constant articles. Like, the Elizabeth II one just sends me. Like, okay, whatever. Inside Rebel Wilson's baby shower hosted by amazing partner Ramona. Like, okay. I would what love am I to be to a fly on the wall. Like, what is going on behind closed doors of Rebel and Ramona's home? I know. 
<laughs> they were engaged just seven months after dating. Rebel Wilson and Ramona launch clothing line. It's just like By the non-stop. way, Tristan is reading these all from page six.com. Like she must be in. You guys, there is a tag dedicated to Rebel Wilson on page six.com. This was, look at this one. Rebel Wilson kisses girlfriend at US Open. Is that, since when is that news? <laughs> is come on, that come news? on. <laughs> like, what do you want me to do with that? Like, it's all so staged and so forced. Rebel Wilson, Olivia Newton-John taught me about health long before weight loss. Like, Okay, like, you guys, read between the lines there. Okay, that's Olivia, Aussie pride. That's Aussie pride. I know, but <laughs> Olivia Newton-John died. So Rebel Wilson was, like, calling yes. page six and was like, you know what? Olivia Newton-John taught me about health. Like, wow. okay. Like, it's so random. Rebel Wilson shares kiss with Ramona in adorable selfie. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> Rebel Wilson shares body positive message after gaining weight oh, on vacation. The quote, I just noticed I put on 6.6 pounds on my holiday. I'm at an amazing all-inclusive resort. I've lost all self-control. <laughs> Honestly, been there. Been there. Okay, the next one. Rebel Wilson goes... <laughs> This is kind of sad now with the, you know, with the recent news. Okay. Rebel Wilson goes nude on turkey trip with girlfriend Ramona. And it's a picture of her, like, in a bathtub with bubbles. Like, By the way, I have to say, I bet Rebel, now that we're looking at these, is paying for this. Because every single article lists her full name. Ramona Agruma. Ramona Agruma. Rebel Ramona Wilson. Agruma. Like, I know. Rebel Wilson cozies up to Agruma. girlfriend Ramona for romantic helicopter ride. <laughs> What? This is all in the past year. Like, like this I'm is in the past sure. six months. Yeah. Like, yeah, th- these are all, like, not that this long This one is ago. just a handhold. They walked <laughs> together in Italy holding hands. Oh, my goodness. Rebel Wilson stuns in vintage-inspired bikini set. I mean, that's classic Daily Mail. You know what they love to say for the legs? Or it's like, they're are long gamps or whatever. Okay. Uh, yeah. We're going to get pushback from this episode, Tristan, from all of our lesbian friends being like, they're a beacon in our community. We love Rebel and Ramona. <laughs> no, I refuse to believe it. Also, yeah. I'll have you guys know that she is anti-Harry and Meghan. Oh, that's oh, her wait. flag. Oh, or is she No, pro? she was photographed. Oh, she took a picture with him. Well, I saw she did. It might have been at the BAFTAs or something. She made a joke about them in their Oprah interview. But I guess her and Haz are on good terms now. But H, it's just like H. H. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Haz. Um, Look, we are over an hour here. I don't have much more to say. I don't other have than much more to say. Rebel Wilson, Melanie Bounds, we're on to ya. <laughs> and we will more on her later. We will be watching. Is Rebel. there more on her? I don't know. I don't <laughs> Rebel know. Wilson roasted as worst host at BAFTAs. Quote, just not funny. <laughs> I would agree. I would, I would agree. agree. She's not funny. She's not funny. She was doing this joke about like how it's the all male directors. I'm like, as if you're the first person to point out that it's only male directors getting nominated. Yeah. I just say, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll cap this off because you guys it's just more of the same um but i will just say like i think unfortunately comedians especially female comedians the window is so short and they are they're put up on such a high pedestal and then they just inevitably get ripped down which we see happen which is totally unfair but i think where rebel wilson differs from someone like an amy schumer is that like rebel wilson just will not go away and maybe that's a good thing for her and her career but it's like she just keeps giving us something to like laugh and like yeah. hate her for. Not laugh in like a comedy way. Like she just like won't go away. Okay, wait. Okay, this that sounds really story. horrible. So maybe she's bisexual because she was always with men before before Ramona. And I'm going to just talk about this US magazine story or US magazine that I forgot about till now. Rebel Wilson broke up with Jacob Bush over text message. He was blindsided. Okay, here's the article. They've called it quits. The Anheuser Bush Brewing Company era is still reeling. She was 40, he was 29. She's telling Us Magazine, I broke up with him in a text. Blah, blah, blah. He was devastated. He told, Bush tells the magazine, 
I'm really upset. It was very hurtful. There's no ill will, but I'm still extremely hurt. What? Who asked for this? No one knows who we, like, like we, is she doing we PR don't for even, her partners? We like, don't even remember her dating this person. Here's three in a row about her weight loss. Okay. Quote, funny fat girl, Rebel Wilson's team didn't want her to lose weight. Rebel Wilson gets why people are so obsessed with her weight loss. Rebel Wilson shows off weight loss in plunging black dress and red carpet. It's like, who asked for all of, like, there's no way journalists just happen to be writing these articles about Rebel Wilson's weight loss. Like, whatever. <laughs> I feel like her her partners are getting, they're getting a lot of nice press from her. Being yeah, her. dating her is pretty nice. Like, we would not know who Ramona is. I, I mean, I'm, I'm calling her on first name basis. Yeah. Like, it's just because of this. Ramona Agruma. <laughs> but anyways, shout out to Rebel Wilson. Guys, it's short and sweet, but you know what? If you want to leave us like a review on iTunes or anything about our podcast, like we'd love some feedback. We're five episodes in. We're feeling really better than ever. We're feeling better than ever. I feel like we're more natural than ever. We're really letting our personalities shine, if you ask me. Who do you want to talk about? Who are some people like kind of on your radar? To talk I don't about? know. Well, I will say if you guys saw on my Instagram this week, I'm I'm back in my Playboy hole as yes, I always am. But I'm definitely love. in my Michelle Braun, Nikki's Girls era. So like Michelle Braun is the Hollywood madam who got exposed in the Tiger Woods cheating scandal. But she was running this like massive prostitution ring and she was like 22. Wow. I'm just fascinated by the whole story. According to her, seven out of Hugh Hefner's eight girlfriends were all working for her. And one of them was a recruiter from inside the mansion. Like I'm just obsessed with the whole story. You and now to do, do a episode on that and just let me know what happened there. <laughs> yeah, I might just have to tell the story from beginning to end. And I need her to write a book or like do a full tell-all documentary. Michelle, if you're listening, please tell us everything. Yes. I've got my eye on Tokyo Tony, Black China's mom. Okay, I'm just Tokyo like, Tony's girl, a good one. we need to clock you because your ass needs to get checked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I guess we can finish it off there. Yeah, any last thoughts on Rebel? I don't know. I Rebel, I, I mean, I can't avoid her. It's like, I'm going to have no. to hear more about her. So but I guess I, we'll see you thing. around. It's like, we've been trying to avoid her up until this week when we said, let's just fucking confront this for what it is and yeah. get her out of our system totally well Well, more on her later have a good week you guys bye you guys are gonna have the best week ever we'll talk to you soon bye i just can't help myself